And now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with Legislator Junius Ho. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Vanessa, I've been thinking about the last discussion we had concerning the economic and political developments in Hong Kong, and I want to pick up from where we had left off last week. In the past two and a half years, Hong Kong experienced steady economic growth, but the call for improvement on social and other issues from various parties remained loud. While both the administration and the legislature worked hard to formalize policies and legislation to ensure Hong Kong's stability and growth, legislators from the democratic camp were by and large uncooperative and raised objections to the proposals put before them. On many occasions, they were uncivilized. Their use of the language was colorful and painted the right as the villain. They staged the protests inside the chamber and scripted filibuster tactics to interrupt proceedings from within. And one of them even had the audacity to commit theft by snatching a mobile phone from a female government officer to play the hero. Their actions have subsequently prompted a review of the House rules of the Legislative Council. In response, the left played the victim, and they argue that their freedom of expression on the views of the legislative proposals was being threatened. Funnily enough, the amendments to the Legislative House rules were merely meant to streamline the Legislative proceedings to prevent further unsubstantiated delays caused by the left. Legislators are entrusted with the responsibility to look after the interests of Hong Kong, and to ensure that the government is functioning effectively. Yet, the legislators representing the democratic camp often use the legislature as a platform to advance their political agendas, in lieu of their promise to the people of Hong Kong. Case in point. Is the attempts to force an investigation into the UGL incident and to challenge the Secretary for Justice prosecution power? There were distinctive examples of unreasonable and ill-intended ploys to pursue political gains through the abuse of the public resources. The Democratic camp gish galloped their way in hopes to counter the passage of the Guangzhou Shenzhen Hong Kong Express Rail Link. Co-location in bracket bill last year, they went as far as accusing the pro-establishment camp of supporting the bill because they were pledging allegiance to the MPCSC. However, they missed the point of enterprise to enhance the infrastructure and to facilitate effective commute between the mainland and Hong Kong. On the proposal for enacting a national anthem law. The Democratic Party makes unfounded allegations that the introduction of the national anthem bill is a move of the SAR government or the Central People's Government to stifle the freedom of speech or movement in Hong Kong. That is, of course, untrue. It is actually a universally well-accepted norm that every nation would expect the nationals to respect their own national anthem and treat it solemnly when it is played in ceremonial session. The democratic camp somehow demonizes the passage of such law to be equivalent to making all of them to succumb to Chinese communism, and this is totally uncalled for. Indeed, 
they should not get confused the national anthem as the party anthem of the Chinese communism. Those who are well trained and educated should not mislead others unless of ulterior motive. Another example was the disqualification of certain elected members of the last electoral election and the eligibility of candidates running for seats in the Legislative Council at the recent rural election. The disqualified electoral members made a mockery of themselves at the swearing-in proceeding, which was televised live. Instead of pledging allegiance to the Hong Kong SAR and to observe the basic law, they pledged to the independence of Hong Kong and self-determination. To the surprise, failing to adhere to the provisions of the basic law means that they will not only unqualify for the part, but also tremendously lacking the awareness of what they are signing up for. I sign, as I am writing this, we need legislators who can really contribute to the well-being of Hong Kong rather than playing senseless pranks to jeopardize the future of Hong Kong, our future. To ensure continued stability and prosperity, Hong Kong needs lawmakers who would engage themselves in rational debates over public policies with an open mind and who are prepared to put things back on the track. It is time for the Democratic Cam to review its past action and to act more civilized in the coming year. They should be more focused on the roles as responsible legislators and discharge the responsibilities properly as well as in the best interest of the people of Hong Kong, not theirs. Looking ahead, I hope that all legislators could work closely as a team regardless of their political affiliations and try to resolve differences in opinions through rational discussions instead of engaging in a senseless bout of wordplay, whether at electrical meetings or in the public. It is only with a concerted effort that we could best serve the people of Hong Kong and make Hong Kong the best place for living, doing business and nurturing young talents. I also look forward to having more exchanges with you in the coming year to keep you abreast with the latest developments in Hong Kong and how we may contribute to the betterment of Hong Kong. Best regards, Junius Ho.